For CertSecurity.com, I'm Rob Westervelt. You're listening to Security Wire Weekly for May 9th, 2007. In this edition, we'll talk with Mark Allen, a senior patch analyst with Shavlik Technologies, about Microsoft's latest round of updates. Also, executives say easing PCI DSS standards is a bad idea. And finally, new revelations in the TJX data breach. Microsoft on Tuesday issued seven critical updates addressing a zero-day DNS server flaw and flaws in Microsoft Exchange, Internet Explorer, Microsoft Excel, Word, and Office. In all, 19 holes were plugged by Microsoft. A remote code execution vulnerability in Microsoft Exchange affects multi-purpose Internet mail extensions. Microsoft also issued patches plugging four critical vulnerabilities in Internet Explorer. Also, critical vulnerabilities in Microsoft Word were patched. In a moment, we'll talk with Mark Allen, a senior patch analyst with Shavlik Technologies, about the latest round of updates. But first, this message. Are you struggling to control the many aspects of messaging security in your enterprise? Keeping tabs on email security, instant messaging security, and mobile device security is a challenge for every InfoSec pro. But SearchSecurity.com's Messaging Security School is here to help. Each on-demand lesson is packed with tools and tactics to help you develop and implement an effective messaging defense strategy. Learn essential practices for securing mobile devices, study countermeasures for malicious email code, and gain the keys to safeguard instant messaging. Start your coursework today at searchsecurity.com messaging. That's searchsecurity.com messaging. And we're back with Mark Allen of Shavlik Technologies. I guess the the major uh, news from yesterday's batch of patches, uh, from talking to some other experts and some people out in the field, is the uh, vulnerability in, vulnerabilities in Microsoft Exchange. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about that and why uh, it it that seems to be a uh, a critical issue for for many IT pros? Well, I mean. Uh the, the the penetration level of Outlook is, or I'm sorry, of Exchange is just very high. Um, most corporate networks, um, any any patches that come out for Exchange typically do impact most corporate networks in some way or fashion. Um, the patches from yesterday for uh, Exchange actually deal with um, the the online web access component, um, which is basically where you can log into your your email uh, account through a web browser like IE or, or Firefox and um, there's some vulnerabilities in there that um, would permit attackers to basically do all sorts of spoofing. Um, they could potentially trick users into going to uh, untrusted websites, um, looking at malicious content, um, all sorts of different things like that. So um, it just opens a door for a lot of, of different, uh, um, I guess what I would call it is a, is a good vector for uh, future security attacks, if that makes any sense, where you Basically, a lot of these vulnerabilities, you want to um, get the person, um, your, your victim, essentially, to look at some sort of malicious content. And if you can trick them into doing that through some trusted source like their email account, um, that's a great way 
you know, if I were an attacker, that's that's that would be an ideal way to trick people into doing that. Um, and and do do you agree that that's an area that probably will be looked at first? Um, I mean, certainly for network admins, I think that's a very very high um, importance. Um, uh, as I said, out or. Uh, Exchange server is is very uh, widely deployed, um, so definitely is something that most network admins are going to be concerned with. Um, the patch I actually thought was the most um, interesting and the most critical from yesterday was the was MS 07029, which deals with vulnerabilities in the DNS RPC system. Ah, we've been waiting for. Uh, well, some folks thought that that would come out early. Right, uh, Microsoft had, had potentially made some noise about releasing this this particular patch out of cycle, um, and they decided not to for whatever reason. But uh, this is uh, one of those patches that, again, is mostly going to be applicable for network admins um, because what it does is it attacks the, the DNS subsystems on server versions of Windows 2000 and Windows 2003. Um, and it also attacks the systems that are sort of what I consider to be the most uh, valuable um, systems. Those would be Active Directory servers and domain controllers and things like that. So um, systems that have a lot of high value for attackers if they can exploit vulnerabilities on those boxes. It seems like uh, when it, when that flaw was first discovered and, and the announcement was made that there was a lot of talk about it, but then things sort of died down. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I, I'm not really sure why that is. Um, uh, it, it is true that there is exploit code. There is um, there has been exploits in the wild, um, so people are being affected by this vulnerability. Um, it could be that uh, the, the workaround instructions that Microsoft supplied um, most users felt satisfied with, um, but it is nice that they have finally uh, wrapped up this uh, patch and published it for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess another area that is pretty important are the vulnerabilities uh, in Internet Explorer and. and since this will have to be rolled out to the uh, the employee base, yeah, uh, the the IE rollup uh, MS 07027 um, has uh, fixes for three different vulnerabilities. They're all sort of um, buffer overflows in one way or another. Um, and again, the the I guess the thing that is most interesting about that particular patch is that it touches basically every version of IE that Microsoft supports, which means that it touches essentially every supported version of a computer that's in, in a network somewhere um, that's running Windows. Um, this uh, this roll-up is for IE5, IE6, IE7, basically on every platform. Uh, Vista included x64 versions. Um, so basically, if it's running IE, um, it needs to have this patch installed on it. Now, was were, the, were those a surprise? Um, I don't think anyone was aware that there was going to be an IE roll-up. Uh, I think most people were kind of expecting to get the DNS uh, patch and, and probably some Office patches. Um, but, uh, but I mean, it isn't totally uncommon. I mean, they, they do IE roll-ups pretty frequently. Right. So um, I, the way I look at it is, you know, another month, another IE roll-up, uh, <laughs> even though that's not strictly true. Um, but it does seem that they do, um, you know, come out with a roll-up patch for that product quite frequently. Now, are there any other areas that uh, you thought were interesting enough uh, to discuss? Yeah, um, actually, I wanted to just mention really quickly about MS07024, which is um, a patch for Microsoft Word. Um, late, late last week, I guess maybe Thursday or potentially Wednesday from last week, um, there were some limited reports about a um, quote-unquote zero-day exploit for Office, um, specifically for Microsoft Word. Um, and as it turns out, the patch that Microsoft uh, pushed out yesterday um, in that bulletin that I mentioned earlier, MS 07024, 
actually does um, address that particular issue, um, the zero-day exploit that, that had been reported um, in a couple of security blogs. Um, I didn't really see any uh, like press clippings about that particular problem, um, but I did want to mention that that um, bulletin uh, seems to address the issue that, that was reported um, uh, last week. So um, that's kind of nice to um, actually see Microsoft almost well, not totally ahead of the curve, but at least, you know, um, the, the report comes out and then all of a sudden, um, you know, it's Patch Tuesday and then here's the bulletin that will, um, you know, insulate your, your uh, computers from that problem. So that's kind of nice to see. It uh, seems like they're speeding things up a little bit. Um, what's your take on that? Well, you know, actually, I, I really um, would like to give Microsoft a lot of, uh, a lot of props for, um, you know, uh, trying to really QA these things. I mean... Uh, I think you know seven, uh, six, seven years ago, things were a lot more um, haphazard. Things weren't as well tested. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure that most experienced network admins have their favorite. I installed this patch in our entire network died story um, that they can tell you. Uh, you know, most of the time, you know, I'd say 90 to 95 percent of the time, those things don't happen anymore. Um, so there's all been there's just been this huge like quantum leap in quality in terms of testing and verification. Um, the, the release cycles for these patches um, can be really long, and I know for that reason, um, that's one of the reasons why you know Microsoft tries to hold off from doing these out of bandwidth um, patch releases because the test cycles on those is really short and abbreviated, and sometimes uh, what will happen is even with the best of intentions, a lot of unintended consequences, you know, um, problems that they couldn't have foreseen or environments, specific environments that just for whatever reason don't work. Um, you know, they've really tried to move away from that uh, as a company, and I, and I just, you know, as a, as, an, as, a, as a network admin myself, I just really appreciate that, um, you know, trying to drive for quality and, and make my job easier to, you know, to push these patches out with some confidence. How long does it take, uh, or how long do you think it will take for, for some admins to, to push some of these patches out? You know, that's, that's a really difficult, that's a, that's a great question, but it's really difficult to answer because things are so specific for each um, environment that you're, that you're looking at. Right, but is like the DNS uh, server service flaw, is that going to be a real, real tough one for, for network admins? Um, I always like to test my things first in a test environment, um, and I also like to do sort of a gradual rollout of each patch, especially on server-side things. Yeah. Uh, um, that just seems to be a lot smarter. At least you have some sort of backup plan or backout plan if, if things blow up on you or whatever. Um, so uh, I, I think in most cases, uh, you know, companies uh, have some guidelines, or at least most of them have developed guidelines where they're trying to roll these out within a week. And I think that's usually pretty okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the desktop stuff touch a lot more systems. Um, you know, in terms of if it blows up, so those are those actually can be harder to test sometimes because you actually have to try to construct a, a little mini network and you know deploy this stuff to it and see how it works or doesn't work or whatever. Was there anything that was missing this batch of uh, patches? Um, actually, I, I, I the big things that I was kind of looking for was the DNS patch. Um, you know, and, and that came through. Uh, the other things that came out, are, I would say, are, are reasonably typical for, you know, any given month. Yeah. Um, the, the quantity of bulletins this month, seven, um, is a little bit lower, but it's certainly well within the average for a given month. In other news, the hackers in the TJX data breach case exploited Wi-Fi weaknesses at a Marshall's clothing store near St. Paul, Minnesota, 
That tapped off 45.7 million credit and debit card holders to identity fraud. Now, a report in the Wall Street Journal said that investigators now believe the thieves aimed a telescope-shaped antenna at the store and used a laptop to snatch data transmitted between handheld price-checking devices, cash registers, and the store's computers. The exploit eventually led the hackers to the central database of Framingham-based TJX. TJX has acknowledged that at least 45.7 million credit and debit card holders were stolen over an 18-month period by hackers. The investigation is ongoing. And finally this week, PCI DSS. A group of panelists at an RSA event in New York City dismissed recent comments from First Data CISO Phil Mellinger, who, who is calling for an overhaul of some of the PCI DSS rules to eliminate subjectivity and ease restrictions to help more merchants comply. The panelists at the RSA event said too much is at stake to relax some of the rules just because heating them is too hard. They said that retailers, point-of-sale vendors, and service providers must work together to protect consumer data. Panelists agreed that working together means forging relationships with law enforcement and the FBI and stepping up efforts to educate customers on the risks they face. Well, that ends this edition of Security Wire Weekly. Be sure to check out our previous podcasts at searchsecurity.com slash podcasts. And you can always get the latest security news and information at our news page at searchsecurity.com slash news. For now, I'm Rob Westervelt. Have a great day.